You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Ian, look at this. What, it's a police box. What on earth is he doing here? I mean, these things are usually on the street. Feel it. Feel it, you feel it. Faint vibration. It's alive. Earth Station Who, a fun mashup celebrating nearly 50 years of the Doctor Who universe. Hold tight. You never know where the TARDIS is going next. Hey there, Whovians. Welcome to another episode of the Earth Station Who podcast. That's right, folks. We're back and we have a great one for you tonight. We are going back to the David Tennant era, and we are looking at the planet of the Ood. 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 It's a very Ood episode, and it's can't believe how Ood it is, really. So it's going to be fun to talk all about it. And, of course, we have Mr. Mike Gordon here. Howdy. And Ms. Mary Ogle. Hi, everybody. It is fantastic to be here. Ready to get Ood with everybody? We apologize in advance for all the ood puns that are about to come your way. Oh, yo, yes. It's it's going to be fun. And it this is the first time I've actually watched this one since it aired. It has been uh, that long since I had. Yeah, me too. I don't know why. It's been a while, yeah, since I've seen it. I completely forgot this one existed. And I forgot how good it was, too. And... This whole era with Doctor and Donna is just such a great... One of my favorite seasons. Mm-hmm. Very much so, the new series. And we're going to be doing more of these. We're going to try to wrap up most of the Doctor Donna stuff before the new 60th anniversary, since it seems that that's going to be the main focus of the 60th anniversary, as of right now, that we know. So I think it'll be kind of fun. I'm looking forward to it and looking forward to talking to these with these two wonderful people. We'd love to hear from you guys at home, of course. Feedback at earthstationwho.com is the best way to get in touch with us. All right. Doctor Who news. Very, very quiet on the Doctor Who front. (laughs) Very quiet. Mm -hmm. Well, we had San Diego Comic-Con and they were Doctor Who was originally supposed to be in Hall H. And it was supposed to be Shooty. It was supposed to be Tenant. It was supposed to be RTD. It was supposed to be, you know, a celebration of the 60th anniversary. And because of the SAG strike, they basically, you know, decided to, you know, be in solidarity and pull themselves from it. And I, th- which was the right thing to do. Totally. You know, and so I think, you know, we were supposed to get the trailer for the 60th anniversary, we were supposed to get, you know, some kind of news. Instead, all we got from the San Diego Comic-Con was we got to see the 14th Doctor's new Sonic screwdriver. They made a nifty video for it. Hmm. It I mean, it does look pretty cool, actually. It does. It does look really cool. It looks like it's a hybrid of all the new season Doctors of the new series. Yeah, it does. You know, I wonder. Some bits, bits and pieces, some Jodies, some of the uh, nine and tens, and some of elevens, and even twelves. It's pretty awesome. So it's pretty cool. And they had a toy of it, you know, a 
model of it, whatever you want to call it, that um, actually went on for sale and it sold out in 30 minutes. So I'm as, not surprised. As Mike Gordon said off the air, they had 12 of them. So they just wanted to, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and, they were, and they were on eBay within an hour. Oh God. Yeah, can, or less. Yeah. You can get them up on eBay now for yeah, they were all flipped. a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, so. They were all bought by one person. <laughs> probably. <laughs> How many you got? Here you go. Here's 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, you know what? So, well, I'm sure they'll re-release them closer to the 60th. And yeah, I hope, and I would love to get one because I like collecting the sonic screwdrivers. I think they're kind of fun. Yeah. I don't know. This one looks like it's a bit much to me. Um, like you said, it's incorporating everything and it just looked like it was a little too busy for me. Um, I kind of feel like it's funny that, you know, the 14th doctors and three specials and he needs like the, the most advanced <laughs> and, and complex <laughs> sonic screwdriver we've ever seen. Uh, He's got to wave that thing around. I guess so, uh, so, you know, I mean, it's cool. Uh, I don't dislike it, but I did, I did think it was a bit much. I mean, I'm, I'm much more of a, uh, classic, uh, sonic guy anyway, the simpler, the better for me, but. Okay. Now, I, especially because as a toy, like I got the one that Matt Smith uses and it, and it like within a, you know, within a, about a month of use, it broke. So I'm just thinking like, okay, well, this one, you know, has even more moving parts. So it's probably going to break as well. How, how, well, you don't take it out of the box. Yeah. What kind of if fan it's a collectible, are you? You know, you keep it in the box, dude. <laughs> if I'm going to have a Sonic screwdriver <laughs> in my house, it's coming out of the box. You're going to use it, darn it. I'm going to use it. That's right. There you go. Well, there you go. So cool. So, yeah. So we had a Sonic screwdriver. And then, folks, we got um, an announcement from Big Finish. They announced of the, I think it was the fifth part of the Once in Future um, series that they're doing for the 60th anniversary. It's going to be the 10th Doctor. But this time, he's getting to meet Missy and also the Paternoster gang. Mind blown. I'm like, oh my goodness. That's like, you know, the only way it could be better is if you put River Song in there. So, uh, well, not her theme, but her as a character. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I think so. I'm mm-hmm. really looking forward to that one. You know, we wouldn't, we were talking about that whole series and whether or not we were going to invest in all of them or whatnot. And to be honest with you, I mean, it's, it's, it's too much of a burden for me, uh, because it just seems like it's a lot of money to pay, uh, like what to get them. Everything was like 80 bucks or something like that. Right. Yeah. It's uh, under 75 for all of them. And, and for me, you know, um, cause it's compare, it could probably be saving probably about 12, 15 bucks instead of buying them individually. Oh, if you buy the bundle. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, it's a, it, you know, I mean, it's still a lot of money, uh, for something that, you know, big finish is not a hundred percent like, you know, great to me. So I'm just, you know, I think it's, I think it can be pretty cool. But on the other hand, I'm like, mm, uh, you know, some of their, I mean, I, I guess I should be glad that, I mean, a lot of their stories right now are like 30 bucks. It seems like the default is, but, um, but then again, that's four stories in a volume. So I don't know. 
I uh, was not planning to uh, get the whole thing, but I definitely want to get this chapter of it. So I'm hoping that you don't need every single chapter in order for things to make sense. <laughs> or at least it's over like several years time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this one is, is would be pretty hard to pass up. Well, I was interested because I've already, you know, we purchased the first one and I was that interested because I liked the idea for the second one, which was the fifth doctor and Jenny. And I wanted to hear that one also. Yeah. Oh, the idea of like, yes, the idea of him, you know, uh, working, Peter working with his daughter and everything was kind of fun. So I agree. I thought that one was kind of neat, but some of the others did not thrill me as much. What you didn't want to hear the sixth doctor with Harry Sullivan and also Tyler and lady, what was it? Lady Christina or whatever. That sounds deadly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's not review that one. (laughs) No. So it'll be very interesting to, you know, hear I'm, I'm going to purchase all of them. And I, cause I'm a completist in a lot of ways, same way with comics and, Funko Pops and stuff like that, you know, as you could tell from my closet and my, you know, shelves in my office and stuff. So, you know what? It's just, it's just for me, I want to hear how it, how it progresses and the story and the explanation for it. So I'll be very curious to see how it goes. The other big finish news though, that was pretty cool is they've t- started taking pre-orders for August when the, um, Diary of River Song Volume Twelve is coming out. Yay! So, last one, the last one, and you know what? It's going to be a lot of fun. It's her and Jackie Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) What can go wrong there? And they're taking on the Crotons. So, well, do we know that's all in one story? We don't know. The Crotons are the big bad in it. And, you know, they've, they've talked about that in the description. So. And they often link their stories together. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the ones we've had don't link them at all. And some do link them all all together. They don't. Well, even when they do link them, they don't do it well, usually. No. A lot of times. Another reason why I wasn't excited to buy all the parts of the, uh, (laughs) the 60th anniversary special. So. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So it's it's going to be fun, and you know what? That'll be another one we'll probably review after the 60th anniversary, because if we're up to, what, number seven or eight, I think? I think we're coming up on eight already for the diary. Um, yeah, I don't remember. No. That's how I much can't keep the numbers straight. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty behind, so. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll still be reviewing them till 2030. Right. <laughs> I don't, I'm okay with that. I don't mind at all. <laughs> There's a new Doom thing coming out on Big Finish too, but I'm totally ignoring that. <laughs> what is this Doom thing you're talking about? You know? <laughs> what Doom? Doom? What Doom thing? What Doom thing? So, so that's all the Doctor Who news we really have to talk about right now. You know, it was it was interesting seeing Shooty and Barbie. He he was you know he was one of the Kens so yes he didn't fun. get a whole lot to do no he did not so it was interesting watching him do that and you know what at least he's getting out there and everything and 
he's, you know, I'm getting closer and closer to the 60th anniversary, folks. Yeah, this year is going by pretty fast, actually. Yeah, because what, we're now five months, less than five months away. Yeah, already in August. Mm-hmm. Craziness. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right. We're only, uh, we're, well, depending on when it comes out, three or four months away. Yeah, good point. Yeah. That's a very good point, because it could be at the beginning of November. We we don't know. We just yeah. know. They won't tell us anything. No, they won't. So, shall we get Ood now? Now then, Dr. Noble, Mrs. Noble, if you'd like to come with me. Oh, no, 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 we're not married. We're so not married. No. Never, ever. Here at Ood Operations, we like to think of the Ood as our trusted friend. I found you unwanted guests. Because at heart, what is an Ood? I'm on your side. But a reflection of us. It's a revolution. If your Ood is happy, the circle must be what is it? What is the circle? Then you will be happy too. <laughs> Let's go back to the wonderful year of 2008. God, I can't believe it's that long ago. Wow. Just feels like yesterday. 2008. That, yeah, that was a great year. Everything mm-hmm. crashed. Everybody yeah. lost their jobs. Yeah, it, was, it was the dot-com crash. It was, it was awesome. The stock market crashed. It was, you know, it was. We had a, to prop yeah. up the banks. Exactly. God. Craziness, craziness, craziness. And we had a season of Dr. Donna, and we got to see Planet of the Ood. And this was Donna's first time going to an alien planet. So this yeah. was this was a neat experience, and it was a great story. And I remember liking it a lot during the, you know, the original viewing of it. And for some reason, I didn't go back for some reason to watch it again. It was just you know, it's, it's interesting. This one kind of gets lost in the shuffle because there's so many great episodes during this season. Mm-hmm. But I, I agree. This is this is a this is a good episode. It just goes to show you the quality of this season. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's part of the fun of it. And, you know, it's neat to see because this was only the second time we got to see the Ood. And it was a lot different than Satan Pit. Yeah, completely different. Yep. And you actually get to learn their backstory. You get to learn, you know, how they, you know, even got to the impossible planet and such because, you know, they were being sent out as slave labor, basically, as servants. And you got to find the company behind it. It was just, it was really interesting. And, you know, it was talking a lot about society at that time. And don't tell me that Doctor Who was not always woke, folks. Come on. It always has been. You know that. Yeah, well, it has been. I mean, yeah. almost since the beginning. I mean, yeah. there's... And guess what? There's nothing wrong with talking about issue, real issues. Well, exactly. No, I'm on the same page. And it's like so many people were like going, during the Chibnall era, Doctor Who just became so woke and everything. It's like, no, folks. It's always been that way. You know, right here, you, you know, what they were, the topic was and everything. And it was interesting because the story was good and it moved real quick. You know, for 42 minutes, it flew by. It just, it was like nonstop on this. And I enjoyed that. What about you guys? Yeah, I I really enjoy this episode too. I mean, it, it's a real 
especially really cements Donna as being such a great companion because she is very conflicted here. She she gets so upset that that at one point she says she wants to go home. She doesn't want to travel anymore. Mm-hmm. And she but she's she's getting a, a real ha, awakening <laughs> into a you know what uh, the horrors along with the beauty of of humanity and the galaxy and the universe and mm-hmm. and it's it's very well portrayed i mean and the chemistry between Catherine Tate and David Tennant is just off the charts oh it's, completely god i can just sit back and and watch them forever they are so much fun together i could sit around and watch them just read the dictionary and it would be great <laughs> <laughs> It would be fun as heck, but you know what? And that's part of the cool thing about it is the chemistry between this. And this is only Donna's third storyline, you know, of the season. And she, she was great. And the way they play off with, of each other. And I love when they first come out of the TARDIS, the doctor doesn't even think about her getting a winter jacket or anything. No, she's just <laughs> out there freezing. But that's the great thing about Donna. She just turns around and goes back, gets around. Mm-hmm, exactly yeah. and then, she's like i yeah. don't need you <laughs> exactly I take and care of myself the doctor was like going oh you didn't hear my soliloquy did you she said, uh, mm-hmm. pardon? No. <laughs> and that was it was just it was really fun and it was it was really nice how they played off of each other and you know it was good you know and you know cg was just okay with like the big brain well, own. it was sort of typical of the time. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, I would have hated to see the model they would have done during the Tom Baker era. <laughs> bubble wrap. <laughs> exactly. It would have been just pink, painted bubble wrap and spray painted pink. Exactly. And it would be glowing <laughs> in the inside. <laughs> and they would drop a doll into it. <laughs> right. A Barbie. Or <laughs> a Ken. And this, and... So that would have been that would have been interesting, but yes. And you know, Mikey, what about your thoughts on this? Um, yeah, I it's okay. Uh, you guys like it a lot more than I do. Um, it could be to be like I said before. I forgot this this story even existed, and rewatching it, it was kind of cool. Um, because I was like, oh yeah, I'd forgotten all about this. Uh, because there's really nothing in here that's that's over the like um over overly great. Uh, everything is serviceable. Um, I'm also not like, you know, I mean, I, I appreciate the 10th doctor and Donna era, but I'm not as in love with it as you guys are and other people are. So it, it, it but it's fine. I think, uh, I think, uh, Mary's right. I think Donna has some real interesting scenes in here, some sequences where she is really conflicted and she wakes up to not only the nature of the universe, but the nature of her own planet. Uh, because, you know, as horrified as she is that these things are going on in the universe and in the future and everything, um, the doctor reminds her, like, this is going on right under your nose, uh, on your own planet. Uh, and, and it shows that, you know, the 10th doctor and the doctor is pretty, pretty, uh, not vulnerable is the word, but he's, uh, he makes mistakes as well. I mean, he even admits because really this is just a follow up on, on the uh, introduction of the Ood in the Impossible Planet and the Satan Pit, where Rose is actually the one that really reaches out and responds to the Ood, and the Doctor could care less because, well, I mean, he's got the devil to deal with, right? So he's his plate is kind of full. 
But Rose is really the one who, you know, is just like reaching out and horrified by the way they're treated. Um, and so we get a sort of, you know, um, a, this is sort of repeats here. And the doctor finally kind of addresses something that he probably should have addressed back then as well. Although we don't know. I mean, I think even though I'm not really sure, uh, you know, linearly, like in continuity, where this takes place in response in like in relation to as far as how many years passed it, et cetera, as the events of uh Impossible Planet and Satan Pit, but uh, we know that obviously things change for the Ood after this moment. So uh, all that had to happen beforehand, and it's nice to see that the the Doctor comes and kind of writes it wrong here. Oh, very much so. And even Donna calls him on it in this and says, "Why didn't you help them back there back then?" And he says, "Well, I was kind of distracted, you know, fighting Satan." And yeah, that just blew yeah. over, you know, Donna's yeah. mind. She's like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, like you know. Well, then again, it's kind of like, really, do you not like? I mean, I mean, sure, that's what he was doing because that's what he does. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you know, they're like I said, they're still learning, and, and yeah, we do get some seeds for what may come afterwards. You know, the use of the oud because uh, they will return. Spoilers uh, <laughs> for later <laughs> right. on in the season. Um, you know, but the rest of the characters, the actors are fine, um, but the characters are just kind of one-dimensional um, playing off. Um, I, my favorite sequence, actually, of any um, of the side characters is when, uh, I think it's Mr. Halpin. Is that the big CEO guy, right? The big bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, as when they're evacuating and, uh, he tells his loyal Ood, like, Hey, uh, you've been loyal to me. Be with your people. Um, because, and it seems like such a benevolent gesture, although it's anything but because he's like, I don't want to take you with me because you're probably infected too. So why don't you stay here and die with the rest of them? Like, it's right. just like, I don't give a shit <laughs> about you, but I'm going to make it sound like I do. <laughs> exactly. And I was just like, that's a that's a pretty cool uh that's a pretty cool scene that it was a uh, very they, CEO they, thing. Oh absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, so. Um and uh you know, there's a, a, a lot of I, the Ood are fine. Um a lot, none of it makes sense to me at all, but I mean who cares? It's Doctor Who. Uh they do have a cool look. I've always thought they look pretty cool. They kind of have like this sort of Lovecraftian look about them, so it's, uh, I do appreciate, like, when Donna first sees him, she's like, what's wrong with his face? You know, like, and, and you know, David, uh, sorry, the 10th Doctor, really, you know, quickly says, like, come on, that's not cool. Um, so, and it seems like that are kind of cool because they kind of, uh, we can relate to Donna in that way. Because um, uh, she's not always politically correct. Um, but she oh, learns. And, uh, and, and she feels really relatable. So, I mean, I get the... The love for her, um, and like I said, Catherine Tate's, um, abilities acting wise is, 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 is stellar. And the two of them do have chemistry. Uh, but you know, I, it's not like after I saw this, I'm like, man, I'm going to watch this one again and again and again. What a, what's the classic this was? I forgot. I just, you know, it's just a filler episode, really. Okay. No, I, I didn't feel like it was filler at all, but yeah, everyone's. So it's interesting though, because you know it was. I liked how the Ood, you know, was secretly poisoning that guy. You know, converting the him the whole time. Yes, you know, with the hair tonic, 
disciplinary yes. event. I that was, hated that. Was, that. I thought oh, that really? Was, yeah, I thought that was dumb. Sorry. It doesn't make any sense to me because it sounded like that this Ood was cognizant of what it was doing long before the others. Uh, the sequence where the other guy, I mean, the, the helping becomes an Ood was just, I don't know. It didn't work for me. Didn't work for me at all. I guess I just wanted that guy to die a horrible death. I no, love that instead, twist. Instead, the scientist got the uh, horrible death. Yeah, the scientist who turns out to be trying to help the Ood mm-hmm. dies almost immediately after the reveal. <laughs> but he's actually a good guy. Surprise! Ooh. Yeah. And man, that was that was that was a neat effect, you know, pushing him into the brain and the brain devouring him. Yeah. That's just like instead of the whole zombie eating brains thing, it's the brains eating you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> wow. But true. But true. So, but it was interesting. I enjoyed it and I liked it. You know, none of the supporting characters were likable at all. None, you know, there wasn't. Even you thought the marketing girl, the you know, one woman who was uh, Indian, you thought, oh, maybe she might turn out to be the good one who helps the doctor along. Nope. No. Nope. Nope, she's horrible. (laughs) She got got what she deserved. Yep. So. So it's cool, you know, to each their own, to each, you know, they got it. And, you know, this also, you know, like we said earlier and, you know, before we went on the air, this is the beginning of, you know, the Dr. Donna, the hints of what was to come. Yeah, it's interesting going back and watching this. Mm-hmm. after the fact because there's a lot of foreshadowing about the whole dr donna thing mm-hmm. exactly and i like that and then also when the ood um looked at the doctor asking him if he was they were going to stay and he says no i've got to keep on going and he says doctor every song has its ending and it was like it was the first time they were hinting that his regeneration was coming and, you know, because they play on that a lot later on. Yes. Anyway, so. Because I don't, I don't know if Tennant had announced that he was leaving yet at this point. So. Yeah, I'm honestly not recall. sure whether we knew yet or not. So. It was interesting because I know by the time that um they do the season finale of this he had announced that he was coming back just for one of the specials cuz and that you know afterwards and that he was going to come back for the what the three special four specials and that he was going to you know after that he was going to leave the series so you know so this is you know we don't know what they what he had told RTD and blah 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 so it was very interesting too but i think it must have because when we did the uh, doctor's daughter and that's also in the season, a couple episodes down, it was, you know, you know, that, that was the reason Jenny didn't die because they already knew RTD was leaving and that Moffat wanted to, you know, to possibly keep Jenny around for future stuff. Mm-hmm. She never did, but you know, we talked about that already. So, but it was interesting. It definitely, it definitely was interesting. So, you know what? I like this one. I think it moved. It was entertaining, and 
it is part of an amazing season for me and one of my favorite seasons of the new series. And you know what? Glad we got to do it. And we're going to be doing a couple more of these, like we said earlier, before we see the 60th. I think we'll finish off the ones we haven't reviewed because I think we still have the one with um, what the wasp one. The un- unicorn and the wasp. Yeah, the unicorn and the wasp, and I think we also have the Santarin episode still to do. Uh, that one's not as no. <laughs> not quite as exciting. No, but, you got you got Martha. That's a two-parter. That's right. <laughs> oh boy! So we get to watch two episodes of the new series. That's cool. So we'll have that in a few weeks, folks. So it should be very cool. Um, let's go ahead. If no one has any final thoughts, let's go ahead and rate this one. Um, one out of five TARDISes, one being the best, uh, one being the worst, and five being the best. And switch it up on us there. I try to real quick. But actually, Mr. Mike, I'm going to let you go first. Um, well, just two other things to note uh, that I, I thought was interesting about this one is that it's directed by uh, Graham, Graham Harper. Harper. Who, yeah. like, has directed, I don't know, has he directed more episodes of Doctor Who than anybody? I mean, it's just. And and you'd think this is the tail end of his career, but I think he ends up directing like four or five stories in this season, right? So um uh quite amazing. And I think it's well directed. I certainly don't have uh, any ill will towards that guy. Um the other thing I thought was interesting, and I didn't really catch this certainly the first time I watched it. The second time I was kinda like, ooh, what's that? Um but the Ude Sphere is in the same planetary system as the Sense Sphere, which uh when we saw the sensorites uh that's where the same sort of space that they're in, which I think is kind of interesting that it links uh the ood to classic who in that way. So I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um but overall, like I said, eh, it's all right. It's a middle of the road episode. I'll give it a six out of out of five. Six out of five? I'm sorry. Three out of five. I was meant six out of ten, but we'll say three out of five. Okay. All right, Mary, what about you? I think I'm going to give this one a four because I actually, this, this, uh, to be fair, this is one I tend to forget about too, but I think it's only because it's kind of overshadowed by some sort of splashier episodes in the season. But it, it's kind of a very revealing look of, of Donna's, you know, path to growth at, at the beginning of her season. Mm-hmm. And uh, for that alone, I'm I would recommend it, but, but the, the interplay between her and the doctor is priceless. I mean, everyone really should, should want to see that. And, uh, by the way, there, they, they very recently, uh, came out with a target novelization of this episode. It just came out in July, written by this, the original screenwriter for this episode. So if anybody's into the books, uh, they may want to look for that. It's got a very cool sort of retro cover. Oh, that's awesome. That is really, really awesome. We'll definitely check it out. I know I've remembered seeing the book and then they make it look like the target novelizations and everything. I love when they do that. I, yes. love, I, love they, they, I know we talked about target novelizations, I think, last time, but have they done every single Doctor Who story? Or are they still not done a lot of them? I think they've done all the old series. I know that, but I mean, that, I mean I'm talking about new series as well. Yeah, I don't know how many of the new series they've done. Like, like I said, this one just came out in July. Yeah. Um, 
So, so they're I running ass- a little late. Yeah. So I assume they're still still working on them. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very interesting to see. So, yep. Let's. It's my turn to rate. So I'm going to do a four and a half for this one. I enjoyed it, and you know, I left with a grin on my face watching this one. And it's the it's a carryover of the whole season. And you know, like Mary said, you see Donna's growth in this one a lot, but you also saw it in the episode before in the uh, fires of Pompeii. You know, mm-hmm. the doctor just wanted to leave and. You know, it's because of Donna that she saved Peter Capaldi's family. In this, yes, so he could return. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he needed Doctor Angry Eyebrow, so it's perfect. So, yeah, it was awesome, and I, the chemistry is what pushed it up to a four and a half for me because originally I was going to do a four. So I'm glad we were all over the place with this one, but you know what, folks, you know we are having fun with it, and we definitely would love to hear from you guys at home. Feedback at earthstationwho.com. Let us know what you guys thought, you know. Definitely check us out, of course, and, you know, definitely love hearing from you guys. And if you get a chance, leave feedback for us. We would really appreciate it. Wherever you're listening to find podcasts. A little bit of news, though, that um, we just found out recently that Stitcher is going away, and Stitcher will be no more. It is vacating but our show is going to be migrating over to pandora and to sirius xm so we are on we're going to be both on the app so you'll be able to find our station who up there so it's pretty cool that you know just more places for us to be found and everything so it's going to be a lot of cool stuff for us to do um i don't know if we've made this announcement in the past but our station who will not be having a panel at Dragon Con to 2023 this year, but we are going to be part of Dragon Con 2023 because we are going to have a virtual panel coming to you very, very soon. And it probably will be shown on the app or on the uh, Dragon Con TV streaming service. So we will be up there too. And we are going to be talking about the Doctor Who spinoffs. That you know what we would like to see, what what they've done in the past, and we'll go all the way back, probably to the comics and to you know different ways that Doctor Who has spun off and everything. So it's going to be a ton of fun to do. We've got a great crew to talk about it. So when we find out when it's going to be airing, when you'll be able to see it, or how you're going to be able to see it, we'll be there to tell you all about it. But until then, of course. We're going to sign off for tonight and want to thank our crew for being here. Mr. Mike Gordon, we made it through another one, my friend. We did, and as always, it's my pleasure. And Ms. Mary Ogle, thanks for Uh, joining us as always. uh, Thank you for having me. This was a wonderful episode to talk about. Yes, it was. Anything you want to shout out about or promote? You can find me at maryogle.com or on Etsy at eVisionArts. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Definitely check out her stuff, folks. She does some amazing, amazing work. So definitely until then, my name is Mike Faber. We will see you here next time on Earth Station Who. Peace, and we are done. You have been listening to Earth Station Who, a bi-weekly pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from across the universe. 
All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individual and are used for entertainment value alone. You can subscribe to our podcast up on iTunes, Stitcher, or follow our blog at www.esopodcast.com. You can also follow us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. If you enjoyed the show, please leave feedback up on iTunes. to the con guy show con as in comic we are hollywood filmmakers and super fans who cover all the news of the con universe including the films the tv shows the streaming series the experiences and the events that fuel your fandom if you'd find it at comic-con then you'll find it here now in our seventh year the con guy show is a proud member of the eso network This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.